When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, my name's Sam Shansky, and right now I'm here with Tyler Ramsey, who's making his return with For the Morning. Um, happy to have you here today. How are you doing today, Tyler? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Awesome. Awesome. The the new album is sounding amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh it's really hitting all the right sounds, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I I don't know. It's it was a fun one to record. I I recorded it in in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, just. Went up there with my friend Seth Kaufman and uh, the the engineer and the owner of the studio, La La Land, up there. His mm-hmm. name is Kevin Roderman. He's done a lot of work with like My Morning Jacket and Jim James and them. Yeah. But uh, uh, just the three of us were in the studio uh, for about I think the first session was maybe like ten days long. Wow. And uh, just us, like little tight group, you know, doing the basic tracks. Mostly me and Seth playing, but Kevin ended up playing drums and guitar a little bit. But then uh, all the other cool sounds uh, had some some fun uh, guest people like play on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of uh, my goal was to get more participation on this record. Normally, I'll, I'll have like a real small core group, mm-hmm. and I'll try and do as much of of the overdubbing myself, you know. Uh, but this time, I thought it, it would just be nice to have like yeah more people involved, and especially uh, in the harmony vocal harmony department, I, I ended up getting a lot of good people involved yeah. in that. Yeah. Seth's an interesting guy. Floating action. Yeah. Great band. Yeah, he's awesome. They need more love, I, I think. I, yeah, I think that's, it's wild how many people are aware of that. So it seems like if there's that many people that know that it's good, then it should be doing well. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't I've know been what it takes anymore. But Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've been all over the place and you know, your career from the sort of the top of rock to, you know, doing solo shows and <laughs> everything. Were we at the top? Well, in my mind, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, we are, uh, I don't know if we made it to the top, but we were, we did, we did well. That was, uh, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, solo shows, I've been doing that all along. And, uh, um, yeah, now I'm playing, you know, doing some stuff with my own band mm-hmm. and, and traveling around doing that. So. And you're living in North Carolina? Yeah, I live uh, I live outside of Asheville, um, kind of out in the country. I Asheville, like probably Memphis, and you know, I, a lot of places just getting like so big so mm-hmm. fast. And uh, it is, yeah. And we had at one point, like I I had a house in just in West Asheville, and uh, at one point there were like five houses being built within earshot, which is not good for me because. It yeah, just <laughs> and you could look out the window and see almost each one of them around. So I was like, "All right, we gotta move on." Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter was born, and we would, you know, go for walks with her in the stroller and just constantly ducking to the side of the road to dodge cars. So I'm like, "All right, we're gonna sell this house." And uh, we got we bought some land out in Candler, North Carolina, kind of at the pretty much the base of Mount Pisgah out there. Mm-hmm. If you know that where the Blue Ridge Parkway goes up and so I've been to Marshall, North Carolina. Yeah, that Marshall's there. north of town. Uh-huh. So I'm west. Um, west of it, okay. But uh, not, I'm not too far. I'm probably an hour from Marshall now. Is it a similar kind of scene? It's Marshall's got a more like 
there's like a little hip kind of mm -hmm. music, it, more like art scene in yeah. Marshall, and it's a little more hip, you know. Uh, Candler's just pretty much country. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, there's not really a central. Uh, Marshall has a quaint little downtown, and you know. Uh, yeah. Candler's just kind of like at the end of the. You take a left after all the sprawl. <laughs> and then head out into the country for a while, it's and then you're at beautiful a place. though, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. No, we, we, once you leave that main road, it's uh, uh, one of the old timer dudes out there uh, was was like, it's God's country. You yeah. Know? Like I, I'm, I know that gets used a lot, but he was like, he had lived there and was telling me about it uh, back when he was a kid and how uh -huh. few people were out there and just how gorgeous it was and. Are you learning a lot about the environment and the history of the land and everything? I'm trying to. I really uh, got lucky to meet a couple really good neighbors out there. Um, we've got these neighbors right next to us that are actually, unfortunately, like selling their place right now. But uh, they, uh, he he grew up out there. His name's mm -hmm. Walt, and he Walt and Kathy, and he uh, he was taking us up on. There's all kinds of trails up on the mountain behind us, yeah. and, and uh, like. Right after we moved in, he and his wife took uh, me and my wife and my daughter. Mm -hmm. I had my daughter in a little baby backpack, and we, like, hiked straight up this mountain. And uh, he just found all these trails and showed us all these cool things that he used to hike when he was, like, in the Boy Scouts or something yeah. when he was a little kid or something. Does he know about, you know mushrooms and things like that growing out there and um, what to eat foraging and that he kind of wasn't stuff. as into that but we have plenty of people uh mm -hmm. that we know that are yeah so we've got a lot of a lot of good resources for that too and we grow a little bit of food out there and um you have a good garden going yeah i mean it, the people before us had like a huge or they were like basically uh organic gardeners but to the degree that they would t go to the farmer's market and sell stuff right but, um we kind of tapered off a little bit when yeah. we realized that it's just uh it's more than we can handle with the, with our other uh career paths yeah, that we're trying to do but uh we we do as much as we can so. i'm sure you're doing as much as you can um is your wife you know have a career of her own or what's she yeah, up to she, uh, she has a company uh that she started after our daughter was born actually and she makes these uh these gorgeous uh kind of heirloom handmade dolls mm -hmm. uh, they're real fashiony she studied fashion design up in new york so she uh, has that angle to it and uh they're these like beautiful they're called forest creature dolls but forest creature dolls yeah and they uh they th yeah she makes a big batch of them and sells them online she does everything from her house so far so it's uh and she has an you know she's got to the place where she's gotten an employee and everything so it's really nice really cool so yeah. just google forest creature dolls and yeah find go, yeah check it out on like whatever social media yeah place instagram or whatever yeah, definitely. it's on there and you mentioned you know you have a, a, new, a young daughter yeah how are you feeling about the next generation and you know advancing in your own life and everything oh man i'm uh i'm scared <laughs> that's all right uh, you know, I don't know. It's my daughter, so I, I see the way the world is going, and it's mm -hmm. frightening to to see sometimes. But then there are these moments where I I see these amazing uh, younger bands and like younger songwriters or musicians just doing this really cool stuff. And you know, that's the music side of it. There's a lot more to life than that. But um, I get a lot of hope just from that. You know, from mm -hmm. from music and. Uh, 
seeing young people doing amazing things like uh i can't even think of one off the top of my head it's right okay. now but yeah i was at a show actually there was a band called balin who's on mm-hmm. my records coming out on fantasy records and they're out they're also on there so i got to go see them uh new york and they um they played at the bowery ballroom mm-hmm. and they sold it out uh before they even had a record out they, they don't oh. actually have a record but um it's getting ready to come out on uh, on fantasy, but they were just like so cool to watch. You know, their har- it's like two brothers and a sister, and they uh, their harmonies were amazing, and their energy was super cool and good songwriting. And just I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah, uh, the, the world is not so uh, bleak. Yeah, when you when you hear things like that and see uh, see artwork that's that's uh, I don't know. There, there's so much that can give you. Uh, hope and positivity so yeah i'm just gonna protect my daughter as much as i can and then you know that's all you can do i guess you've mentioned vocals and and singing is a big part of i think what you what you like about music is what i'm gathering um does that point back to your background i mean was singing something that in music was your first love or what was it for you where you started i actually started uh I was a jazz uh, student when I was little, mm-hmm. so like, you know, I said jazz student, it sounds serious, but like, uh, I was like nine or t- ten, I think, when I started playing keyboards and messing around, and then, um, uh, and then I got, ended up in uh, getting this amazing uh, jazz piano teacher when I was young. Where uh, was that at? It was outside of Chicago in Libertyville, Illinois, his name was Bob Zahn, and he was like, just a great teacher and he uh i i had a good musical ear i kind of can pick up on things pretty quickly just by ear so he he recognized that early on and like kind of nurtured that mm-hmm. part of it and uh jazz is such a fun thing to start out uh with when you're a kid i think cuz you have that freedom you know like it's yeah. it's not like strict uh violin classical lessons or anything like that it's like play a solo use your imagination and um I think that was a really cool way to get to get started with music, and then, you know, picked up the guitar when I was a little a little later on, mm-hmm. and started messing around with that. But, and you recently went back there, I saw to mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah, what I was went, that uh, like? Yeah, I uh, played up there with Carl Bremel, and uh, we did that that tour together recently, and um, we had a day off up there, so I was I was like, I'm gonna drive up to my old neighborhood and yeah. see. Because I, I don't think I'd been there since, uh, probably since I was a kid. I don't I don't recall. Wow. I'm slouching. Um, but uh, so I, j- I took my day off and drove up to Libertyville, drove into the neighborhood. Uh, my main goal was to see this tree that I used to climb when I was a little kid. Uh, there was one uh, that was right at the end of the driveway, and it was like the perfect there was the perfect branch that you could grab and pull yourself up. And I had like this little roost in there and I spent tons of time in that tree when I was young. So, um, I got to see that and, uh, you know, all the places I used to, I used to skateboard a lot and all the little spots we'd go to and, uh, you know, um, the corner store that we used to go mess around at and was it kind of twilight zone vibes it was weird it was like it looked so much like i mean it, it didn't seem like it had changed hardly at all really yeah it was it was wild um wow. 
uh, some places are still remaining the same yeah, in the world, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess it had already been so developed that it, there wasn't much room to cram in mm -hmm. all the extra new stuff. I mean, there was some some new stuff, but uh, yeah, it was a fun trip, man. It was a, uh, I had all kinds of memories pop up from, you know, from like being in uh, junior high and grade school and stuff. Just like what? Oh, um, I remember listening, well, let me, I'm trying to think of what. I remember one day after school, we uh, there was a kid that was like a bully, uh -huh. and he would he had been messing with everybody for like a super long time. And me and my friends decided we were gonna like, you know, not put up with it anymore. <laughs> so like he lived in the same direction that we did. And I remember like I drove past this little park, and I'm like, that's where we kind of confronted him. We didn't like do anything bad, but we just like stood up to him. Yeah. You know, we didn't get in a big fight or anything, but it was like we're not gonna take this anymore. Um, so that memory popped up for some reason, and then I, I went by this old gas station around the corner, and there was a curb that we used to skate on. So I like, it looked like it, the whole thing had never been like repainted. So yeah. I'm like, oh man, I must have like taken off some of the paint on that curb with my, with my skateboard when I was little, and you know, I don't know, just all kinds of things like that. I love that kind of stuff. Paper out that I used to have, and yeah, I don't know. Anything that said, you know, I was here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and, an, and an album is not so different, right? Making music and perpetuating your your art and your life and everything, it's kind of similar, right? Yeah, I mean, it, hopefully it has a, a lasting effect or like at least, uh, I always hope that, you know, that um, I get such a kick out of like things that get discovered uh, later on, you know, like those records that are like suddenly they're like unearthed and it's like this gem that no one ever heard <laughs> before from the 70s or whatever so i'm like do you feel like that's kind of i'm like even if i get that you yeah. know like when i'm you know <laughs> when i get older or whatever like uh -huh. that would be cool or you know any kind of uh uh lasting effect would be really cool and i i always think it's so so awesome to see people that like made some obscure some like obscure record like yeah. when they were like in their 20s or 30s or whatever like suddenly like having a musical career pop up and they're out touring or whatever so you got the long game in mind yeah i'll, I'll take whatever you know yeah. <laughs> it's fine as long as i can keep doing it that's awesome yeah so you mentioned it's on fantasy records yeah. um tell me about how you got connected with them oh man i uh and maybe your thoughts on record labels in general and and you know versus going independent and that kind of thing well um i had uh, so I, I started working with a new management company, and um, and they had the record, and they sent it out to to a few uh, people, and uh, the folks at Fantasy like uh, called back really quick, and and uh, immediately like said something that made me realize that like they connected with it, yeah, on a really cool like emotional level, like. Um, uh, and it got me really excited. I just I love it when uh, when the business side of it feels like people are actually like tapped into what what I feel like the essence of maybe the songs are, you mm -hmm. know. So uh, so I immediately felt like they were the right people. And then I met all those folks and and um, all the people at Concord Music, and they uh, they're just such a great. Uh, excited group of people and they're nice. they're just doing really cool things so far so I, I and I've got you know really cool label mates that I'm lucky to have and just uh I don't know I'm excited to see what happens you know when it comes out so like with you know the jazz where you started you're able to express yourself freely and they don't you know 
pigeonhole you to a certain sound or anything like that? Um, no. Good. That's nice. <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, they haven't done that yet. Cool. Hopefully, I'm not gonna have to make like a my first uh, hip hop record or something. I don't think I'd be very good at that or boy well, band know. or I don't know. It might I'll be a nice just juxtaposition. Yeah. Take I'll someone I'll like try. you and put you out there. I'll try anything. <laughs> so tell me more about uh, the new album and you know your plans for 2019. What's ahead for you? Um, just plan on uh, really working hard and playing the music for as many people as possible, which is not necessarily something that I had the opportunity to do uh, from the time in Band of Horses. It would be like, uh, you, you know, right, right when I put out a long dream about swimming across the sea, that's, that's when I joined that band. So mm -hmm. um, the only times I got really got to play that out was... Uh, were times when I was opening for the band like early on, and then, and then I did Valley Wind, um, and that one uh, really like I had no time to do it. You were it. just in the thick of it. Yeah, so I even like remember talking to Matthew at Fat Possum and like, and just saying, "Hey man, how do we how do we save this record from where it seems to be going, which is like just a quick little disappearing act, you know?" Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, "Man, there, you know, unless you can go." support it there's not really a lot that that can happen you know i think that's the way it works now so um so i'm really excited to have not only like this amazing uh team of people involved uh for like management and booking and uh label and all those people like uh but to, for me to be able to do my part too and like go out and play as many shows as i can and uh that's that's what I plan on doing this year. There's a lot of a lot of tours booked and uh, a couple trips to Europe and um, yeah, see what happens. You it's know? gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean it's already fun. Yeah, it's already fun. Not a lot of slowing down really. I mean you keep no. moving forward. Progress. Yeah, I, mean, I, I had a decent break, so I'm re I've got uh, reserves. Yeah, you know, um, and I've I've learned how to kind of maintain um, somewhat. A little sense of sanity on the road, I guess. So yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. I'm I'm excited about it, and I've got a a really cool band, good good dudes that are all from from Asheville, and uh, they've been friends for a while. So it's just such a fun time to go out and travel with them, and yeah, it's gonna be a good year. Yeah, man. Well, wish you all the best, and you know have fun and yeah. keep doing it man we thank appreciate you. you oh thanks for having me here i really Absolutely. appreciate it too april 5th yeah get the new record yeah please do all right thanks tyler yeah thank you it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 